0: You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Sir? What? Are we being too literal? No, you fool. We're following orders. We were told to comb the desert, so we're combing it.
1: Found anything yet? Nothing yet, sir. How about you?
0: Not a thing, sir. What about you guys? We ain't found shit. the awkward high five podcast is what you're listening to i had a headache when you left we got flagged on youtube because of this song we didn't get flagged really no we we didn't get we didn't get flagged but um we uh
1: bbs came out of the woodwork
0: i guess because you could put advertising on youtube right so so i you know i put these episodes up on youtube that we don't push the youtube thing it's kind of just there if there's we have a few subscribers on there and stuff like that i'll always put them up on there if anybody wants to if youtube is your preferred uh medium of listening to the show you can go there but um Yeah, so I guess, you know, you could run ads on YouTube, like those little annoying things that pop up and shit. And um, I went back and I was like I was I was making sure that the, the things were running right and, and there was a thing that popped up and said you cannot advertise on this because you used a song and it said moduli bear shop. Are you serious? And it said it said our
1: first lawsuit <laughs> not, I knew it
0: was gonna happen. It's not a lawsuit but a month into it. It said um, you know, because I guess they said that you have the permission to use this song, so whoever owns the rights of the song isn't saying that we can't use it, but what they're saying is that we can't make money on YouTube off of it. It. Wow! Not that our that our our sweet twenty seven hits an episode on YouTube yeah. is gonna make any money or anything, but I thought it was pretty
1: funny. So bear vs shark knows we're using their song. No, I have no idea. That would be great. I think they would give us permission. Yeah, definitely. But it's probably some like you know big wig at. Equal Vision or some shit.
0: Well, I yeah, I think there's probably because there's no way that there's people just out there listening to everything that pops up on YouTube waiting to hear a song. I think that there's some sort of recognition software out there. It's yeah. like that, um, you know, that shit you could get on your cell phone that if you hold it up, it, it'll tell you what song is playing. It's got to be some derivative of that. And uh, Shazam, yeah, Shazam. And then, uh, and then they probably just run it, and then if something pops up and they say, oh, this is a yeah, song. Yeah, no right. way
1: someone heard this, and they were like, oh, yeah, no way. No, no, no,
0: yeah, no. I mean, it's not a big deal. I just thought it was funny. Tech- modern technology. seriously It's pretty interesting. nerds. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Devin.
1: And I'm Richard. And uh, we
0: are your hosts for this evening, and every evening, as a matter of fact. I think we're on episode 17 now.
1: Yep. Oh, wow. it's fucking insane. I missed 15. Yeah, it's 16 to me 16 for you. I'm always I'm always gonna be one.
0: We'll see how many accumulate over time Because like by the end of this, I'll probably have done We will we will have been in the same room for all of them (laughs) But I have probably will have done let's say 2000 and you've maybe have done 1700 or something like that at the end. We'll see. we'll uh, we'll keep it going Um, so i'm gonna say this right off the top of the bat and i'm not going to, uh I'm not going to do this every episode, but uh here's the deal for Only if we have to fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um number one to everybody listening to this, thank you. Uh we were just talking numbers before we we hit record and start recording this and we are amazed at the amount of people that are downloading yeah, this. That's really cool. And we're not we're not just blowing smoke and trying to make us, ourselves sound bigger because honestly, we could give a fuck about that. But um but here's the deal. We're if-
1: just Barry Harwitzing. <laughs>
0: if you're if you're listening to this and you enjoy this program and you have an apple id or you feel like you've been making an apple id for your buds please do us this favor and i'm on my knees begging you please um and i hate having to do this this mac
1: 1000 degrees yes
0: <laughs> um uh no i was thinking more of uh uh i'm down on my knees i'm begging you what song is that
1: Anyway, uh, a girl's name, uh, yeah. like, Lola, I'm down on my head. Yeah. but it's not Lola, yeah. uh, like and- Sharona or something.
0: No, that's my Sharona. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I hate doing this and I think this is one of the reasons that a lot of my creative pursuits, um. Have always stayed, let's let's call it underground, is because even when we were in a band, and even you know, even when our band was like doing well, I was never the type of person to sell band to anybody. I oh, just, I like, know, yeah. I just can't do it, you know. Like if neither
1: some... of us were, we were always the ones that just got drunk and played and were like, right. enjoy.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoy creating. I enjoy I enjoy putting it out there for the public. And when I get feedback back, when people come up to me and say, "Hey, I listen to your band," or "Hey, I listen to your podcast and I really dig it," I fucking love that. It's it's awesome. But but I've never been good at the networking part of the mm-hmm. whole thing you know and um but with this w- w- uh w- what we're doing here uh number one we're, again we're, we've gotten so much great feedback and and it's, it's it's a lot of people are listening to it from what the numbers tell us and all that stuff which is great um but the main aggregator of podcasts in the united states and i'm guessing the world is itunes um something like 80 percent of the people that listen to podcasts. Listen to it through iTunes. They just know, you know, not a lot of people still, except, except our fans. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> well, you would think that you would think that people wouldn't know, uh, like or or you would think that people uh wouldn't know what podcasts are, and, and and a lot of them don't. But a lot of people do know what podcasts are, but they just think it's something that you get on iTunes. Like they don't even think like it's out there. Like you get it from a website or from SoundCloud or even whatever. Um, so, so what, what we, what we're asking people to do, if you, if you want to help us out and we'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying this program is, uh, is just go on, on iTunes and just write us a review. Um, you'll hear a lot. If you listen to other podcasts, you'll hear a lot of podcast people asking you to do this. And the reason why is because, uh, iTunes doesn't, doesn't rate, uh, their podcasts, um, by the amount of hits that they get. They, they basically rate it by the amount of reviews that they get um so so for us to, to and and we want to grow this thing and it's not it has it, it, and and it has nothing to do with making money or like being popular or anything like that i could honestly i think i could sp- speak for both of us when i say that neither of us fucking care about that absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We're, you know um it, it, we, we care about more the creative side of it we're trying to get laid over here and also some pussy would be nice <laughs> uh yeah but um it, but uh, we do want to grow this thing bigger. we think we we have uh, a lot to talk about and we have a message that we want to get across, and we need when we need more ears for that and the only way to really do that outside of our group of people and word of mouth, which you which everybody out there has been doing fantastically mm-hmm. and we applaud you for for that it's great and word of mouth works it's awesome, and that'll go over time but um but we do we do need to be seen on iTunes and therefore we do need reviews so if you can. Just pop on iTunes, look up the Awkward High Five podcast. Two it's seconds, right there. You thanks. can Two search seconds. it. Uh, just go on there, write a little review. You could just write fucking Science Oven or RTG or it doesn't have to be <laughs> anything. Give it however many stars you want. But that's the thing write a review. Uh, you can only put stars, but for some reason the reviews count more or whatever. So that's all I'm going to say. Just please do that. Um, and that, yeah, that's it. And you could also follow us at Awkward High Five on Twitter, which is awkward hi the number five on Twitter. Have
1: we personally tweeted anything?
0: uh yeah we tweet sometimes we don't have a lot of followers right now you know um i i haven't really been active on that the social media thing i haven't been too active on facebook more than anything uh if you want to go to our facebook page you could like us there and all that'll come i mean we were again we were just discussing this before we hit record that sorry i have some sort of crazy i think that thing from aliens in my stomach <laughs> oh, fuck shit uh, <laughs> Chemical warfare. All of a sudden, this like burning, like acid reflux from hell came out my throat. Um, but we were, uh, what were you we just saying?
1: How it's been, not been? Oh, long at yeah, all. It, it
0: is. It, tomorrow will be three weeks since we launched this, so we are. Is
1: someone listening live?
0: So we are still in our in our very very infancy and, and ironing all this stuff out. So if you're listening at home, you enjoy this, and you want to help us out, please do the iTunes review thing. We really really dig it. We have uh, we have merch and stuff coming soon hopefully soon so uh that'll be another thing is if you go on there and you leave us a review email me or hit me up on twitter or, or hit us up on twitter or hit us up on facebook and say hey i left a review and i'll make sure that you get whatever a sticker or a t-shirt and and some cool stuff from there so that that's what i wanted to say about that and you richard are uh are, are came in the room hot i would say yeah hot and bothered mm-hmm <laughs> And you yeah. sat down. Normally, I say, "What do you want to talk about?" And you say, "I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to talk about." But I said, "Rich, what do you want to talk about?" And you said, "ISIS." I'm
1: fuming, baby. I'm fuming. You- not not about the murders in Paris. Not about. Well, that it, it sucks. But I just experienced my first personal effect on terrorism. It hit me right in the heart. And I was ready to uh, explode. My Whatever. blood pressure so is wait. through
0: the roof. So, so, first off, I'm just going to guess that you're against terrorism is what you're saying here. Oh,
1: I'm totally You're making
0: terrorism. a bold statement to the world and saying you're against terrorism. Yeah. Okay, so let's I'm build I'm against from...
1: terrorism. I'm against refugees. I'm against... Wait, you're against refugees. I'm against the refugees.
0: Really? Yes. You don't want to live like a refugee. I don't want to live like a refugee. A hollow one, two, three? It's mm-hmm. the crew they
1: call refugees? Right.
0: When you come to test the rap styling,
1: mm-hmm. stop m-
0: the violence and just bring it on. The Fugees were trying to tell us that way back in the day.
1: <laughs> they, they did not succeed.
0: Uh, okay, well, before so so you are you so because this is a hot topic right now. Um, you are one of those people that you think that close the borders, don't let them in. Yep,
1: yep, absolutely. Everyone, uh, I'm thinking about buying a 45. If I had no felonies on my record, I definitely would. So I'm gonna have to purchase one illegally. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you're for the illegal purchase of guns yes. and not letting I'm going to get a pearl handle 45, baby. <laughs> like uh, fucking um what was that? What was that show? Uh Oh, god damn it. What was that show from the 80s with the dude with the gun? Yeah. Um Mag- it wasn't Magnum. Sledgehammer, sledgehammer, yeah, yeah baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it. The pro- yeah, okay,
1: forty-five.
0: Um, yeah, the Magnum. So w- I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm completely the opposite of you on both of those really? t- subjects. Yeah, I'm I'm not against guns, but I'm definitely against the oversaturation of guns. And, and I used to
1: be. And, now I'm
0: saying arm up, baby, arm up, protect your neck. And uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna side with my favorite uh peace punks of all time, Propaganda, and say fuck the border. It's ridiculous. Uh, We and uh, I know it's a a controversial subject, but that's what this country is.
1: Right. There should we shouldn't have to worry about it. But if people are going to make us worry about it, then, you know, you have to worry. You have to protect yourself first. You got to protect your family. So why am I going to let people, you know, shit on my lawn? Dude, you're you. uh, You are more of in you right
0: now where you live in this country, even though we do live in very close proximity to Manhattan. But you're more likely to be the victim of a domestic crime or, or just a, a random I agree. R- robbery or something I agree. in your hometown than any terrorist act.
1: I totally agree.
0: Here, here's the thing. I saw something on Facebook that, that really bothered me. Is uh, somebody was trying to make a point. I think it was even like a stupid meme or something like that. Somebody was trying to make a point against the refugee angle, right? And they said, if you had a thing of gumballs, I think this is going around, so people have already heard this. They said, if you have a thing of gumballs, right? It, say there's a 100 gumballs in there, and I told you that, or two, three of them are poisonous. Three of the them handful? are poisonous. How, I've seen that. Would you take a handful? Here's, no. here, but right. But that's the that's the response that they want to elicit because that what they're trying to say is so you want to let 100 refugees in, three of them are terrorists. Like, would you how many are you going to take in or whatever? But here's the problem. People aren't fucking gumballs. You know what I mean? Like even
1: even right, people are people that carry bombs and guns and shit. It,
0: it's it's it just doesn't. It's not that cut and dry. It's not that black and white. You know, it, like if a gumball is poisonous and you eat it, it's going to kill you. If you let somebody who might have terrorist leanings into your country, doesn't mean that they're, number one doesn't mean that they're going to do anything. Number two doesn't mean that they're not going to get caught before they do anything. You know, number three, there's so many different things that go along with it. Yeah, but and, why
1: take that chance?
0: Because that's what this country is built on.
1: Yeah, but the immigrants that came here years ago weren't coming here because they wanted to taste blood of the... Are you kidding me? Who? The people who founded this country came in and killed everybody that fucking lived here. I'm talking... That's that's the way the country was made. Right, I'm not talking about Columbus. I'm talking about the immigrants that came after America was established.
0: Well, so you're talking about the Irish and the Italians and and right. and, and people from impoverished right. areas that right. came here looking for opportunity. Yeah, that's the way it goes. If you shut that down, you, I mean, I know America has changed a lot, but but if you, I, I just, I, my opinion is that you can't just because there's these terrorist factions out there doesn't mean you stop letting people in the country. I mean, you know, that's, that's the whole thing of America. And I know, I know a lot of people out there disagree with me,
1: but... It's just scary. It's totally scary. And, you know, the reason why my blood was boiling is because I just spent two hours just trying to drive out of Manhattan. Just to drive out of Manhattan. I'm being redirected in all these different streets. I don't know how that's going to protect me from terrorism, taking a different route around the block, but I had to do it. And cars weren't moving... My blood pressure was rising, and that's a danger to me. I could have a stroke because of terrorism. You're
0: really worried about that blood pressure? Yeah, right? I'm totally. Worried Are you about on the pills yet? It.
1: No, no. Okay, i still eating like yeah. shit too. Yeah, and if
0: and if <laughs> RTG has a stroke, then terrorism terrorism wins. And
1: if I do have a stroke, I hope it's on the air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you if we're sitting here one day and you and you just start going like nar nar <laughs> and shit, I, it's I, happened. <laughs> and then I and then I have to fucking give you. <laughs> oh, you're talking about at the Warp Tour. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't, but I remember that shit. All right. I, just lost I don't p- think that was that was more of a heat stroke than yeah, a d- blood pressure stroke. No,
0: right, of course. But wh- I will wh- tell the story that real was quick. Wild. Before we get back to screaming at each other about terrorism and borders, <laughs> um Am I screaming? I know I No, it's it. just when me and you get together, we just yell at the top <laughs> of our lungs.
1: Uh In um, that twin language.
0: I'm told I'm loud all the people tell me I'm loud all the time. More of a boisterous boisterous. Yeah. Uh we were at the warp tour. It was very early on. If it was it, it was, 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 was like the second warp tour. The second warp yeah. tour or something like that. We went to the first like five. And then, realized, and then said, fuck it. And uh, we were there, and it was a very hot day. A very oh, sw- so hot. Very, very sweltering day. And we were waiting in line for a very long time. We were probably under the influence of a few substances. Yeah, I remember um, I
1: drank like a 40 and a half before I came right, there. Right,
0: we were a little dried out, a little dehydrated. We were waiting in line for some sustenance, if you will. Um, a little bit of food. It was halfway through the day. And I was I was ahead of you in line. And I'm
1: standing like right next to the grill on a 105 degree day. <laughs>
0: and I, got, I got whatever my stupid little fucking hot dog in my drink and then I was kind of just standing there watching you select your food and drink and uh and you and you ordered a soda and, and <laughs> oh yeah you ordered you ordered a soda and and they gave you a soda with no ice in it and you said hey can I get some ice in a soda and is they said we don't have any ice for the soda and you went no ice and then and <laughs> had this look of shock in your face where your where your mouth was like wide open and you looked stunned and I was like I was like damn Richie really cares about ice and then you just fell on your face and it wasn't nothing to do with the ice is you just had like a heat stroke or whatever the fuck you had I needed that ice you passed out your your last if you would have died right then your last words would have been no ice, no ice. <laughs> that's what would have been on your uh tombstone it's just no ice with a question mark that's pretty fly it yeah, is pretty fly no
1: ice i like that yeah that's gonna be my new uh what he's saying richie no ice giudana yeah rtg no ice yeah and you just
0: passed the fuck out and it was the funniest guy we'll have a
1: linguine clam sauce and coke with no ice <laughs>
0: And I guess as a friend, I should have helped you up, but I just sat there laughing my ass off.
1: What I remember after blacking out um, was, you know, laying on the ground and looking up at all you guys because you guys are all huddled over me like, you know, like a circle looking down like, is he dead? everything before i got full vision back everything was red like if you're developing film in a dark room (laughs) everything was red and i was like holy shit am i in hell and then everything came back to color and i you know so you
0: literally saw red
1: yeah totally so it must have been heat stroke it definitely was a heat stroke what what the hell or heat exhaustion yeah
0: i you know i I think heat stroke is uh, heat stroke is something that people throw around like like uh like migraines like people always say oh i have a migraine it's like no you don't you just have a really bad headache Mm -hmm. migraines are like some serious deliberate Deliberate shit you know and uh and the same thing with heat strokes i think heat strokes are very serious but i think what happened was you were overheated heat and you exhaustion and you
1: passed out yeah dehydration something of that
0: flat on your face after being surprised about was it the face la- first yeah 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 it was fucking funny as shit <laughs> shocked over the no ice i was like god damn richie cares about ice like because you you the <laughs> look, needed it bro. the look of terror and shock in your face when you said no ice i forgot all about <laughs> no that. isis So so, ISIS kept you stuck in the city today.
1: Yeah, and I was fuming, fuming. You know, there's so many factors, and I understand the whole "We're America, let's keep it free." But uh, this group of people, and I know it's not every single one of them, you know, is a terrorist. It's not. It's not even a close amount. I know. I know. But when if. If I read the Bible and I was a full believer in the Bible and the Bible told me whoever doesn't read the Bible is going to, you know, taste my boot mm-hmm. <laughs> in the milder term, I just, I just don't get how I wouldn't be considered a threat. But the, I mean, if I'm going to go around stomping necks over people not reading the Bible. But that's what
0: they did. I mean, you know, the holy wars and all that stuff. There's, yeah, there's no,
1: there's no religion in this, in this centuries w- ago when we were not as intelligent as we are now. Uh, no,
0: I get it, I get it. But there's always going to be bloodshed on the account of religion. It's always going to happen. And Christianity m- and Catholicism might now be a little bit more progressive. Uh, uh, but well, at least in the United States, there's definitely parts of the world where it isn't. You know, and 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 no one has been killed more in the name of the Lord than under than under. Catholicism—it's just you know that's the Romans and all that stuff. That's that's what that whole fucking thing was, and it sucks. Thousand years ago, there's all right, and I I get that point, but and and don't don't get me wrong, like the the terrorism thing needs to be stamped out. It's it's ridiculous.
1: It's unbelievable. But you know what I was thinking? I don't know if this is going to make any sense. This is you know, of course, going inside the mind of RTG. (laughs) But um, I was thinking this today, and if this makes sense, let me know. I was thinking okay Islam Muslims they've been around forever why are they choosing today to hate Americans why are they choosing the present time to start a war why wasn't this war started you know a long time ago why didn't they you know rush into America in the 50s or the 60s So
0: you're saying present day as in the past 15 years
1: right or so okay so what I was thinking was maybe the problem here is they're being more subjected to american culture by ways of media maybe because they have you know resources in their country where they could observe our way of life and see you know in the, in some ways how uh, how much of a slob some Americans could be maybe that is what's making them reopen the Quran and want to slice necks because they weren't coming over here in the 40s and the 50s and- well
0: okay but i you know if we're talking about terrorist factions now right so we're talking about ISIS and and then the, the people that uh that um that that it took those people hostage in Mali today i forget the name of that terrorist group it's a different it's different than isis i think
1: that was al qaeda
0: no no it's it another, it's another it's i forget the name but and and they're kind of like in the same thing but it's a, it's not isis or whatever but the thing is is that um isis is also killing people in their own it's not just against america it's pretty much against uh, the rest of I the know, world I you know, know what i'm saying yeah i know um, i mean obviously the france attacks just happened you know it, it, and but if
1: they're following this book that goes back so far, why is it so heightened today? Is it because
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm sure technology has I guess technology has a lot to do with it. You know? I'm thinking it does. Um I was stunned because they had that whole thing where uh that um that hacker group, Anonymous, put out this yeah. thing saying that we're gonna attack ISIS, and everyone's like, How are you gonna attack ISIS? And then they said that they shut down fifty, five hundred of their their Twitter accounts, and I was like how do they even how, how they live in caves? How do they even have Twitter? You know no, that kind tweet. of thing. They tweet. It, it's look, you know, there's always going to be um, no matter where you are. There's always going to be ra- radical, uh, you know, people that 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 believe in something and are willing to to kill or be killed for that. And uh, and you know, it's a group mentality and and that kind of thing. And and it's this is the biggest thing that w- the world is facing right now, and it sucks. But but again. It's not going. My point is is that's that's not reason to shut out people. People are people,
1: right? But our, our tolerance and and you know our fear of offending people, all of that is just so ridiculous. And everyone knows what I mean because everyone stands behind that. You know, if you think back to the 30s and 40s when the enemy was the Nazis, OK, mm-hmm. were we afraid of the good of, old days? Were we afraid of offending the Nazis? <laughs> no. Were we like, oh, let's not uh, let's be touchy about what we say about Nazis right. because, you know, Nazis are people, too.
0: And I totally agree with that. The, the The sensitivity of our nation and the world in general is 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 ridiculous. But here's another one of those things. It's I think it's a group mentality, because if you talk to anybody, to a person, Like an individual person and you say, do you think that everyone's too sensitive and they get offended too easily? Everyone says yes. So, but then everyone gets sensitive and offended too easy, like so it becomes again this group mentality. It's like it's like oh, you get a bunch of people, a couple people saying like, "Well, I'm offended, I'm offended," and then people just start jumping on a fi- pile, like, "Yeah, I'm offended too, I'm offended yeah. too," you know. And it's the same thing with, with the terrorist thing. Is like if you talk to anybody that's been, we have a few friends that were over in the Middle East during during that whole deal, mm-hmm. and uh, if you talk to anybody of them, they say that the locals, they're all great, you know, like they're, they're all, most people in those countries are happy. That the Army and the our, our military is there because they just like us, you know most people don 't want to wake up in the morning and go bomb a fucking church or go bomb a fucking bus or even talk about that. most people want to wake up and and get through their fucking shitty day at their stupid fucking data entry job so they could come home jerk off eat popcorn and go to sleep you want to
1: wake up you want to eat breakfast you want to kiss someone goodbye and go to work
0: <laughs> right you know and that goes and that goes for every that is that is unifuckingversal whether you live in a live in a uh, grass hut, and have to shit in a hole, or you live in the most expensive fucking penthouse in the top of Manhattan. Um, you know th- that hu- that
1: human thing is universal, so you can't you can't shut people out for that. You I know, know, but how is it? Why is it our responsibility to just kiss everyone's ass? Like uh, almost in a way, I was thinking about this also. Uh, what uh, the way the country, this country, makes ourselves look like. Is almost like the the person that just want like a people pleaser, the person that wants to be nice to everybody just to be the person that's nice to everybody. Like the guy who says that he'll hang out with five different buddies when he's really just gonna go hang out with one person or just sit home with his girl, but he'll make plans with everybody because he doesn't want to say no. Because he anybody. doesn't want to say no. Because right. he wants to be a people pleaser. Right. Like that's almost like the impression that I get. From no, America. that's
0: a good analogy and it is true. And and there is a lot of that. And and I do get caught up in that when I see some of the some of the fun that we send to other countries when we have cities like Detroit or we have we have people in like $300,000 Three hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt. Who can't find jobs here, and, and and all that stuff going on. I do get that. I do get a little bit of of that kind of nationalist feeling from that. Where I'm like, well, let's put a little bit more money into our own home before we start throwing it out to the rest right, of the world. Right. But America has set themselves up as the as the greatest country in the world back in the day. Mm-hmm. And and you know, it, you can't. I don't think you could turn a ship that quickly. You know, like it's not a matter. Yeah, slow it down though. It's not a matter. There's so many moving parts. You can't just yank it back. You can't just throw up a fucking wall between texas and, and mexico and and then be like all right sweet we're done you know it, just, I get it doesn't work I get that,
1: that way but there's no reason to say we're such we're such nice people let's take in all these refugees who cares if maybe every uh, one out of every thousand is gonna kill one person but that's still one person that's gonna fucking die i get we, it you, you don't need to do that there's no need do you see fucking uh, Amsterdam taking in Syrian refugees? No, because they're they're chill. well, they, no, they're they
0: also don't have any place to fucking put them. They're tiny. Uh, I know, <laughs> but
1: it's just we are just too much of a people pleaser. Like, just, I get it, it but makes, it makes me sick.
0: I know, and 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 a lot of people, uh, and I understand where, hate, 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 hate. and I understand where you're coming from. I do. Believe me, it's again, it's not. It's to me, it's not black and white. You know, it like,
1: isn't, but this is just my personal.
0: No, right, right. And what I'm trying to say is is I, I'm being, playing devil's advocate, and I'm leaning on the other side because I do naturally lean more towards that way. But it's a very complicated issue. You know, like, yes, you do you do want to – we do have an open-door policy, and that's what this country has been built upon. But you also don't want to neglect the people that, that grew up in this country. And I get that. You know, like, they're taking our jobs. They're taking our jobs, that whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there is some truth to that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but – But that's that we set that shit up. We that's what we did from day one. We said, This is the type of country we are. This is what's going to make our country great. It's not
1: something we can't change. Why do we have to maintain that image? Right. We don't have to. Right. We could change it. Well, no one would give a shit. It's not, you know, what are we going to do? Look bad to Tunisia? (laughs) No one gives a shit. Well, I think it's because, yeah, right, right. But, But I mean,
0: it would. It, 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 the way that we're separated right now Talking about this That's the way that our country is separated So we're not going to get anything done If people are just yelling about it all the time And I don't know Maybe if we did shut down the borders Maybe that would make America better And a safer But
1: I'm talking strictly safe Stay safety Okay But is safety the end all of everything? No it's not But it's something that I think people care about a lot The safety of their families Of course I mean I don't, I don't Too much have, so I don't have family but I'm afraid for other people's families. You got families.
0: family right here, brother. You got family oh, thank you, right dev, here. Dev, dev, dog.
1: That's some damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I'm afraid for other people's families.
0: No, I get it. But safety here uh, okay so I have this thing with safety. I, I think that we give up too much of our rights for safety. No one is ever safe. you're never safe doesn't matter. Right? I get that you could you could it, it, something could happen at any second of the day. you could lose the loved one at any second of the day you could die at any second of the day and I'm at risk right but what I'm talking about is the the in the guys people are so care about being safe that they give up their personal freedoms. You know, see what I'm saying?
1: I get that. If you walk down the street... That's part of terrorism.
0: Right, right, right. And that's what it is. If you walk down the street in Manhattan... No matter where you go now, you're on fucking video camera. Mm-hmm. No matter what, right? That that's in, that's an invasion of privacy. Patriot Act that people are willing to to submit to because that makes them feel safer. Guess what? You're not safer just because you're on fucking video camera. Like someone that's could,
1: there to arrest you. Or some, <laughs> right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. That <laughs> like we're letting the government and I don't want to get too far into this thing because I could rant about the in, government in, for a long time.
1: Instead of arresting a terrorist, you're arresting John for purchasing chronic on the corner of Forty Second Seven.
0: Uh, although now you could you could hold up to like a fucking O Z of Chronic in New York. There's that <laughs> yeah. picture of that politician awesome. like flipping down <laughs> and fucking four finger or even more. Anyway, so so uh yeah, but um I I don't know. That has always bothered me. I don't want to get too crazy into the whole government thing, but yeah, I'm not a political talk. We're we're basically giving away our freedom for for the guise of safety. And guess what? It's just like the Great Thrice album. It's a fucking illusion. illusion. Safety is always illusion. I agree. But 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 the moms and rightfully so, the mothers out there and 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 people like that who want to keep their children safe and want to keep their family safe. And I get it. I totally get that. There's nothing worse, a worse feeling in the world, than thinking that somebody you love might not be safe. However, there's got to be some sort of equilibrium from what you're willing to give up towards safety, you know. Uh, I personally think that the world was a better place back in the 70s, let's say, or the 60s or even the 50s when it was a more dangerous time i would believe like uh as far as just you know things being able to, to happen and and not and, and and people not get caught or whatever that may be i think that was the coolest thing about that but time. right but but <laughs> but people had so much more freedom back then and we don't yeah. even recognize it and then even the even the uh the people in the generations underneath us and underneath that they're just automatically like like for instance like our generation teeters on the uh, like let's say the whole social media thing where like i know i still i am uh, like if you go on my facebook you you don't you're not going to see who i'm dating well you might see who i'm dating but like but it, you're not going to see like my phone number or where i live or or right. i'm not going to ever check into where where i am you know like mm-hmm. oh i'm here or anything like that because i still i come from an era we come from an era where, you know, we, you're still kind of private about things. Mm-hmm. But, but kids, young kids in their twenties now, and then especially kids that are like in, in like young now that are growing up, that's just the way of the world. So they're just putting everything like you're gonna know where they are at all times. You know what's you know like that kind of shit. So it's like with every general generation, I guess is the point that I'm trying to make is we're giving up more and we're giving up more of ourselves and we're giving up more of ourselves. And there has to be a point where that's not. You know that's not that's not healthy. You
1: know. No, I agree. I agree. It's it's scary in a way. It's scary.
0: But um,
1: well, I'm sorry that you. Uh, I'm trying to type a bit back the a <laughs> It really did, man. It, I'm am still cooling down. That's why I'm drinking this agua. So
0: so ISIS was this close to taking down the awkward high five podcast. Yep, yeah, it made me a little tardy. <laughs>
1: Fucking ISIS. I'm no talking ice. about. I'm
0: talking about if you had a stroke and then. And, oh, then, yeah. and then we couldn't continue to. Or maybe oh, it would be you. fun if we if you did have a stroke and then we did the show anyway. And I'd be like, "Welcome to the Alfred <laughs> High Five Podcast. I'm Devin."
1: <laughs> I would still. I would pull it together and I'd make it.
0: I'd be here. You would speak through a stroke, do one of those straw things? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> one of those voice box things or whatever.
0: Wait, that's not a stroke. That's fucking uh, esophagus cancer or whatever.
1: Oh, laryngectomy? Yeah. yeah know. But what if I had such a crazy stroke that I fell, hit my throat on something, got cut, had to get one, still came in, used the box, everything was cool. That would be awesome. I know. I would I would troop it through.
0: I I'll would tell you what. Talking through. about throats, man. This fucking acid reflux I got going on <laughs> is killing me.
1: I know you don't like milk, but milk is the cure for that, my man. Make a nice glass of chocolato milk.
0: So can I ask you um, about your uh, situation that you, you talked about? Your, your, your decree of uh, a Christmas deadline? How are you doing on that? I'm doing pretty well, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm asking because I think that the audience wants to know. Mm-hmm. I'm doing pretty well. Um, I don't want to get too specific. I feel like... You know, I do, I do talk. You know, a lot about my private self on this podcast, which we agreed in the beginning was yeah. was going to be the thing, right? You know, but a lot of people would consider it to be, you know, you know, not something that a, a, a podcaster, or radio personality would talk about on the air. That that's more of something that you keep to yourself. Well, that's but, a great thing is we're not we're not a radio person, right? are podcasters, we can do whatever we want, right? And, and I would care more. Like if I had a mother that was alive, sure, or a, right. a family that was alive, maybe I wouldn't be talking like this. But I have two brothers. That's my entire blood family that's alive. Right. And, we're, and they know. We're, we're, they know. You're we're not all, hiding anything. Right. We're all men. And if it's going to cause a problem, then, you know, grow up because well, I'm going to talk about it and... I, you know, I want. Oh, are, I want you, are you? I'm sorry, not to interrupt, but are, right. you, are
0: you saying this because you've heard things from people saying you shouldn't say that on on? No, I haven't. Podcast? I haven't heard
1: that, but I know people are
0: thinking it. Well, look, let me tell you, I, and I think I could speak for everybody when you say this is that when when you're when you're a drug addict, um, it, it, the people that know, there's so there's two people listening, there's two sections of people listening to this podcast right now. There's people that know you, and there's people who don't know you. And everybody that knows you knows what you're going through, right? So you're, you're you're. It's not like you're you're like somebody. It's not like somebody that we went to high school with or somebody that we hung out with last weekend is listening to this and going, "Oh my God, Richie's struggling with this." They, well, you know, there's
1: people that know me that don't that didn't know until this. Okay, all right. Well, I, I, not not anyone that's you know necessarily close to right. me, but people that have have known me, right. You know, maybe not someone that I've seen in a while, but someone that I have known throughout my life. Right. And this could be news to them. Okay. I get that. I have received a few messages. Okay. Sure.
0: Well, here's the thing.
1: I, I think, and and you are that
0: you are totally. Even though we did both make a pact to to be as open and honest on on this as possible, mm-hmm. but you are you are welcome. It is your life. Um, this is just a podcast. You are welcome to say or hold back whatever information you want to say or hold back mm-hmm. at, at at any time. Uh, there's no shame
1: in my game. In case you didn't realize, no, that, over the I past guess
0: thirty years, <laughs> there's not a minuscule grain of shame. But my point is is that you talking about this, and 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 same thing with me, me talking about my problems. Uh, it can only can
1: only help the situation. I totally agree. Okay, so go I ahead. I feel like it is already. But not to get too graphic, but I'm just going to say that let, let's let's say uh, like butt stuff? Butt stuff. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but let's say in the past week I've eaten as many sandwiches as I would have eaten in one day in the past. Okay. Okay. So I've eaten I've eaten a day's worth of Past sandwiches in this past week, I've spread out a day's worth of sandwiches in one week this week.
0: So normally what you would consume sandwich-wise mm-hmm. in a day, mm-hmm. you've consumed in a week. Yes. Now, and that, that is more, and and I'm going to guess that the sandwiches that you're eating isn't so much for you to be stuffed and feeling really good and stuffed, it's more just to keep yourself going. It's a going. maintenance sandwich. It's if you don't eat that sandwich, you kind of feel a little sick, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 So so you're slowly weaning I don't want
1: I don't want to starve. You're slowly weaning yourself
0: off of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um but 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 a person in your situation can't just stop eating sandwiches because that would that would be very bad. Right. You, you still need a, cer- a certain intake of sandwiches until eventually you could switch to salads. You could start
1: slicing the lunch meat thinner. Right. Move to wheat bread. No more mayonnaise, maybe no some oil mayo. and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Right. Start getting, you know, more healthy sandwich okay. wise well, that's good, and mm-hmm. I could and
0: I could say from sitting across the table from you, um, that you you've definitely this podcast and last podcast that we did at, from your apartment, and even the one uh, with Dean when when my brother was was here, mm-hmm. um, you've definitely been uh uh you know brighter eyed and more bushy tailed <laughs> yeah, and, and more spry, and I could see a change in you, and and I hope Thank I you. hope that you continue with it, and I know the audience hopes you continue with it. So it that's feels why better.
1: I, it feels it feels a lot better. Sometimes you know it has its ups and downs, to tell you the truth, you know, but. <laughs> That's going to be like that for the rest of my life. So, right, what going to do about it.
0: Yeah, and I don't, you know, and I don't want to harp on it for too long, but it's definitely something that that it's definitely a thread throughout this podcast that we're going to have to keep addressing. Of course, you know what I mean. Of course. And I would love for you to one day walk in here and be like, "That's that," you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Well, that's the goal, right? That's exactly. The goal. So we just have to keep touching it. On. Mm-hmm. I could, I could give a little update from my personal situation. So the last podcast that we had. Um, I, I kind of, and I apologize for anyone who didn't find that interesting. I didn't even actually find it. You ate
1: the stuffed mushrooms. No,
0: (laughs) (laughs) no, I ate ate those stuffed mushrooms for way too long. Now, um, (laughs) um, but I was talking about my situation and I was kind of venting and how it's annoying that my girlfriend stick around and everything like that. And I was talking about my ex-girlfriend Carla Mm -hmm. and, um, and how, you know, and all this stuff, if you listen to it. And uh, so, last night, I'm hanging around, doing some work and stuff, and I get a text message from Carla. Okay. And Carla says... Is Carla a listener? What? Is she a listener of the show? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, Yeah, she says... Carla says, I've been listening to the podcast. uh and, uh, and I'm not going to say exactly what she said because, you know, I'm not trying to – whatever. But it was very – number one, I was stunned that she would listen to this thing because I'm going to have to say that if I had an ex-girlfriend or an ex-fiance or anything like that, like if Carla had her own podcast, I wouldn't be listening to that <laughs> shit because it might as well just be called Bad Shit About Devin, the fucking <laughs> podcast. You know what I mean? That unsavory bastard. Yeah, right. I'm not going to fucking – I'll turn it on and just, they'll be like, that small dick bastard. <laughs> 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 Always never filling the bread up, that son of a bitch. <laughs> fucking – um but uh, she listened, and 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 Carla, if you're listening to this episode, thank you for your listenership. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you, Carla. Um, but here's what I th- found was interesting: is she texted me and she said, "Yeah, I have listened to the podcast, and I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, it hurts a little bit, but I understand that you know we went through this, and you're going to vent about it and everything." And then she said, "I've been thinking about the whole party thing, and I don't think it makes any sense that I go to these things. So I'm not going to go to these things. Are you serious? Yeah." And I went, I stared at my phone and I didn't know what I, it was such like a mature, like awesome fucking response from a girl that, uh, let me go on record and say that I've never gotten from any ex ever.
1: I'm in shock right now. I'm in total shock.
0: So I just, I didn't know what to say. So I just said, okay. You know, thanks for listening to the podcast. Was it a prank text? Was it really I have Carla?
1: no idea. I, no, it was Carla.
0: Yeah, that is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm I, just
1: gonna start saying shit on
0: this podcast. And maybe it'll come true. That's exactly what I thought to myself. <laughs> I was like, "Is this a magic podcast? <laughs> like, if I like, can I just say things that I want to happen, and <laughs> then they happen?" Because that seemed like the most unfeasible thing in the world. You know, like, man, I love getting laid by eighty chicks at once. I, I, you know, I one of my deep desires in this world is to have a few million dollars. And I just feel like <laughs> I don't understand why I don't have a few million dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty nuts, and uh, and I'd like to thank Carla for being um, so mature about that. That is situation. really cool, Carla. It is really cool. Now we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll go to this Christmas party and she'll she'll be there all fucked up and be like, psych, and then make my life a living <laughs> hell or whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it was it was very funny to the point where you know Open and I'm the t- up a new can of shrooms. I'm the t- <laughs> she's just standing there with a, a fresh plate of stuffed mushrooms like go ahead say it motherfucker yeah. go ahead say it um yeah i don't know i was stunned i just wanted yeah. to say that
1: no i i'm stunned still yeah more, um am i making more of a stunned face than the no ice face no no there's no I felt like there's I was. No
0: more, more stunned face.
1: but i'm praying that you pass out
0: during this at one <laughs> point i mean i know you will pass out during this podcast at one point but i <laughs> i'm just hoping that
1: it happens sooner than later I can't believe it didn't happen two weeks ago, oh, shit.
0: I'm going to go take a seat. Since we were spending so much time locked in a room with each other, with nobody else around, I'm going to go take a CPR class or something. <laughs> just, to, just so I could sit. Because I don't want you to die. I just want it to be really funny when you hit Stock the floor. Stock up
1: on adrenaline shots.
0: <laughs> that would be, like in Pulp Fiction, that <laughs> yeah. would be the scariest fucking thing on the face of the planet.
1: A marker. A felt fucking pen.
0: <laughs> prank caller. Prank
1: caller. <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. Oh, hell yeah. So I don't know you. <laughs> prank caller, prank. Who's calling me? Prank caller. You, I love dude Are you dude. calling me from a cellular phone? I fucking
0: what's that dude's Eric name? Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. The man. mask. Yeah, the, the mask. mask yeah, he's the fucking. He is. The, he is
1: the best. Yeah, he's a funny cat.
0: You think that's the best Quentin Tarantino movie? He's coming out with a new one now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is still. The best one. Yeah, of course. I mean, I I, I go back and forth between, the, the, believe it or not, I go back between forth between Pulp Fiction and now. Now I know you think I'm going to say Reservoir Dogs. Because, yeah, that's the only other one because everybody about. else says Reservoir Dogs. Um, but uh, the um, Inglorious Bastards, yeah. I watched. Dude, I watched that movie. Fucking, uh, I, so many times, and it's so long, and there's subtitles all over it and everything. But that movie is so fucking good the more you watch it
1: it's good but i I don't know if it's yeah right right
0: i remember i remember um quentin tarantino ah, i shouldn't say he's my favorite director because i really love pt anderson i really love the coen brothers um but he's up there and especially our age group you know uh pulp fiction came out what 93 yeah 94 we were like 13 years old yeah 14 14 14, yeah and i remember um we were when we were kids we would go to the movies Sorry, this acid reflux again. We would go to uh, the local movie theater, the Multiplex. The Middletown one. Right? No, no, Hazlitt. Oh, Hazlitt. Because because we were we were young suburban kids with nothing to do, so yeah. we would like. Oh, you mean when we would just like loiter? We would loiter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would go to we wouldn't go to see a movie. Oh, everyone's done it. We, we, we would go to the movies. We would hang outside the movies. We'd we'd we meet up with girls and flirt with girls. Yeah. maybe smoke a joint or sneak a fucking bottle or whatever and hang out. Yeah. So we were doing that one night, and it was it was around the time that Pulp Fiction had just come out, and we're young, you know. I I, I I'm. I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew about Reservoir Dogs. I would have been 11 years old when Reservoir Dogs came out. I didn't know about that. You know, the first movie I ever heard of Quentin Tarantino was was Pulp Fiction and we were outside of the the theater and a car drove a, a movie let out everyone went into the thing and a car drove by and and when the car drove by there was this like older woman uh, you know like middle aged woman hanging out of the thing screaming at everybody in front of the movies don't go see Pulp Fiction it's the most grotesque uh, piece of shit movie I've ever seen really? in my life yeah and I remember at that moment thinking to myself like mm-hmm. gotta go see Pulp Fiction <laughs> like I didn't know what it was That's or anything crazy. but just the fact that this woman was so like had such a virile fucking response to this movie like it sickened her so much <laughs> Weird. You know, and then I so then I went and saw it when I then I got in to see it. And I remember thinking like, OK, this is just going to be like a gore fest. I, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like a horror movie. Like maybe Pulp she was
1: referring to the gimp.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anything, you know, but then I saw it and I was like, what the fuck? This is an amazing movie. Seriously.
1: Then Maybe we were maybe it was around ninety three when Pulp Fiction came out. Because I don't think I think maybe we cut our, our movie loiterings out, you know, once we hit high school. I think that was more of a middle school thing that middle school kids did. So that would be that would end in '93 for us.
0: We hung out um, around, uh, uh, and I guess any kid in the suburbs does that. You just hang out around places. Mm-hmm. Around you know we. Yeah.
1: Hung, you know, remember we, when we turned Sycamore into like a.
0: Yeah, so Sycamore Monaco, I Sycamore <laughs> was a school um, in our in our area. Yeah, uh, was it a middle school or a grade school? It's changed, but I think at the time it was an elementary school. Yeah, right. And and at night we would all go there and, and get fucked up and, yeah, and like everything 50, like that.
1: Yeah, you like know, 50, 60 kids. And every time the cops rolled up, we all had next basketball game. They'd be like a kid <laughs> yeah, passed yeah. out in the sand in his own puke, drunk off his ass. Cop would be like, what's up with him? Oh, he's got next game.
0: Uh, Pulp Fiction came out September tenth, nineteen ninety four. Okay, or nineteen ninety quad. As so that would be
1: the beginning of freshman year for us. Uh,
0: the beginning of freshman year. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were just young freshmen mm-hmm. in a in a Quentin Tarantino-less world, and then uh, and then he came flowing into our lives and gave us such joy. Since then, and that's the night everything changed. That is the night everything changed. One of the be- One of the best nights. Uh, well, I shouldn't say the best nights ever because. Um, but, but one of the cooler days of my life was, uh, we went to see, it was, uh, Paul, um, Kill Bill One had just come out and the Mars Volta album, D-Louse and the Comatorium had right. just came so out. I was
1: there for that. And
0: we went to the movies. That was a goodie. And saw in New Jersey, we went to the movies and saw Kill Bill One. Then we got in our car and we drove to the electric factory in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and saw the Mars Volta pretty much play D. in and Cometorium from front to back. Yeah,
1: not something you want to see when you're a drummer going into the studio the next day because I was thinking about quitting. Where Were we going in the studio the next the day? The next day we were going to start recording. So I was all like nervous about the drums because I was going in to record my drums. And what do I see? John Theodore blowing my tits off, making me look like the worst drummer that's ever existed.
0: Yeah, that, that guy was insane drummer. I wanted to say about hanging out. So we used to hang out around the um, uh, the movie theater, and then we would hang out around the local Wawa slash Taco Bell area, yeah. which is where all the skaters wanted to hang when we were children. Mm-hmm. But we would also hang out around the McDonald's. Do you remember that? Yeah. And do you, yeah. remember, do you remember what happened at that McDonald's?
1: I remember an incident. Uh, If it's the same incident you're referring to.
0: About that car? Yep. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I've totally forgot about that until we started
0: talking about that right now. Really? You forgot about that? Well, it's not that I forgot about it. It's just something I haven't thought about in a long time. So uh, uh, we were young punk rockers. um, And we we hung with a a subversive crew of of people. And uh, we were all hanging out. I think it might have even been after a show. Was it after a show? Probably was. We probably played like a local VFW. Everyone was in their their finest bondage. Everybody was, yeah. All the spikes were Charged to the fullest. Um, And there was probably a group of about 20 of us. uh, And, uh, you know, a lot of skater kids, riffraff, if you will. And uh, we were hanging out at the McDonald's, uh, enjoying a few 99-cent cheeseburgers just Mm -hmm. in the parking lot, just acting like assholes. And uh, a group of kids from our high school, um, uh, were there and I guess they were getting shit. They were probably like, they were probably like jocks, you know, like, mm-hmm. which is just stupid now that I think back of it, but it was in high school, especially younger. It was and, always, and the, these
1: particular ones ended up being really nice kids that we
0: just, well, they're labeled. all nice. There, yeah, yeah. No, you know what I mean? There's, I there, mean,
1: there was a few assholes. Of course, yeah, of course. But know. there
0: was a few fucking punks that were assholes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, um. Yeah, so they got in there there was like four of them, and they got in their car and they backed up and they hit me. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was dating this little firecracker of a fucking broad back then, <laughs> and uh, she was like ready to go off at any moment. And so I was, you know, I'm a fucking pacifist. I, I could I could tell you the amount of fights I've gotten in my uh, in, in on on one hand. You know, it's not. And uh, I was just I was just minding my own business, moseying across the parking lot, and I guess they were kind of getting some shit. Uh, people were starting to kind of shake the car and stuff so they're getting a little nervous so they kicked it in reverse and, and tried to hightail it out there and in their steed they they hit me they, they hit me in my leg and it wasn't they didn't break my leg or anything but i did get hit by a car you yeah know? and i and I, I remember you you went down you yeah went i went down. down yeah and then my girlfriend at the time that was that was the she was like what the fuck so she ran over to the car and started pounding on the windows and mm. then that was it then it turned into like it, the one of the craziest things I've ever seen where where there was 20 to 25 kids engulfed this car right my
1: best i'm sorry to, to no no crap, t- please but my best description to to you know add some color to the scene is it looked like something from the movie gremlins
0: with just, like, a bunch of gremlins on top of on something? On top of a yeah, car, like shaking, shaking yeah, yeah, it back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah all, all the keyboard <laughs> girls. I think there was a few on top of the very top of the car, banging on it. Skateboards going through. You can continue, but no, it just yeah, looked car. like gremlin, something gremlin-esque.
0: Yeah, so as so as this as this poor group of, of kids were now trying to drive through the – drive. Out around the building and then out the exit to get back on the highway <laughs>
1: to no avail. They
0: they they had this group of people and and yeah and when I and they I didn't do anything because number one I had just got hit by a car and I was on the ground and then number two I'm not the type of person to
1: really do that anyway.
0: Um, but I sat there and watched as they destroyed this car. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: skateboards through the windows. I remember the, the driver's face just shocked. Like, I can't believe this is happening to me right now.
0: Yeah. destroyed all his windows in the out. whole car.
1: Destroyed the, mm-hmm. all
0: the windows where, where people were getting punched through the window. Yeah. It was like a movie. It
1: was Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> it was a scene from Gremlins. I was like, holy shit, Spielberg.
0: Yeah. It, it was such a gang mentality, like crazy fucking thing. And it was all just because I got hit by a car and I was cool. I don't think I even went to the doctor. I was like, all right, yeah.
1: but uh, yeah, this made me remember that. That was a crazy scene. I'll never forget that. I uh, someone uh, posted that on Facebook at one point. Someone was like, "Oh, I remember an incident at McDonald's where someone's car got all fucked up," and I was like, "They still remember it, really?" The old Gremlins,
0: yeah. And if I, if I'm thinking correctly of who the owner of the car was, he's a really like nice guy, really nice guy, yeah. really <laughs> nice. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they he just happened to be in the wrong place at the yeah. wrong time and happened yeah. to hit the wrong dad. dad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's right baby
0: and then uh and then we went and saw Pulp Fiction and everything was cool I don't know yeah so yeah uh well you know we're coming to the end of the show now I'm I'm sorry that you the ISIS held you up I'm glad you didn't have a stroke
1: it was close Dev it was close man when I got redirected from the Holland Tunnel and realized I had to go five blocks out and go around and it was not moving the heart was pounding, man. I, I, you know, I wish I had some blood pressure pills. Why are you moment. driving in the city to begin with? Uh, I, we had to take care of some business. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I
0: get what you're saying. Mm. Sandwiches? No. <laughs> oh. No. Just Cause sand- they have really good, I heard they have
1: really good sandwiches in the city. Uh, I got a great sandwich maker. Sam- <laughs> I don't got to go that far for oh. sandwiches,
0: baby. <laughs> Cause sandwiches are abundant in the yeah, city. Yeah. Oh, maybe. no.
1: I got a sandwich maker, paninis, whatever you need. <laughs> no, really? You <laughs> yeah. the whole fucking thing? Oh, yeah. I don't got to go far. I'm glad you're not eating as many
0: sandwiches as you
1: are. No, not at all.
0: Especially at like three episodes. You were full on sandwiches. Yeah,
1: well, that wasn't so much sandwiches. That was more of, uh, let's say, French fries. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I? Because you know what I
0: mean. No, it's because your stupid face that you make when you do that (laughs) shit. You like look deep in my soul and then fucking. I know. Remember? French fries. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um. Cool. Yeah. So I and um I, again I'm gonna I'm gonna say the uh, the whole uh, iTunes review thing again. Please do that for us. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's 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 pretty important if we want to grow this. And, and and I think and and uh, I guess we'll just end this show by by saying this is like I think we both see this show as not only do we want people to listen and laugh and and uh, and be entertained, but we also kind of want to grow like maybe yeah, like we want to
1: do this for a while,
0: and we also want to grow like kind of like a community out of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, like and one of the reasons why. It's good for you to talk about you and your sandwich consumption, and for me to talk about my downfalls in life and 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 all of those things. Um, which, by the way, I need a fucking job. If there's, me too. If there's anybody out there that's listening and wants to give and help me out and get me some employment, so I could continue to spend money on this venture and, and, and do start all that stuff. Business. Yeah, right. Um, but but it, talking about all of that shit. Is so that that the, like we want the we want everybody out there that, that we want the freaks and the geeks and the fucking and and the drug addicts and the fucking uh, the 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 gays and the lesbians and the transsexuals and the
1: every and the lingering girlfriends and
0: and the ex and and the carlas of the world and and everybody out there we, we love all of you um and I think there's an under well, I was talking about this with the podcast today is that. You know, it, like you brought up before, like how open is open? Like how open do you want to be? Um, and but I think the more open you are, because everybody goes through these things. Mm-hmm. Everybody has these these, these worries and concerns mm-hmm. and 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 stresses in life, and uh, and 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 whether you decide to tell the public about it or not. That's totally your business. But I think more than not, most people are discarded about it because they feel like it's something that you don't want to talk about. Mm. And I want this to be an area. I want this podcast and, and, and the whole A High Five thing to be a, a place where people can feel comfortable to, to come to. You know, we don't, we don't have a physical space. But but what I'm saying is like as far as getting in touch with us or spreading the word or if you have a story that you want to call in and talk about, yeah. um, I guess I could give out the phone number yeah, again. Yeah, do it, do it. Um, you know that kind of thing. That's what we want this to be. So, so the bigger, the, the, the more that we spread the word on this, and the more we get out there, the more people could listen, the bigger community we could build, the better shows we could do. We could start getting interviews with yeah. people, uh, interesting people. Have some
1: parties. We'll we, host
0: some parties. Yeah, we could throw some some show. We could do some shows. You know, like uh, rent out a place and do a show. Mm-hmm. Have a couple bands play, a couple comedians, and yeah. we could do our podcast. You know, the the sky's the limit as far as that happens. And, uh, and we definitely want to do that, and we definitely want to do that with all of you guys um, at home listening. So uh, so that's it. And we're, ne- we're never going to ask much from you, you know. And like I said, once we get the merch and shit, we're, we'll, we'll give you the fucking – we'll give you the stickers and the shirts and whatever you want. Yeah. We'll give you the shirts off of our back. That's the type of dudes that we are. Um, and, and, again, I never want to sit there and, like, ask people to do shit, but – I'm going to bring that up every once Quick in a while. Review. Just put That's the it. review on. It'll That's help it. it out. And if you ever do want to call us, it's 607 319 high 5 which is A H I 5, the number 5, um, or 607 319 2445. And uh, it's the email address is podcast at gmail.com. And again, you can follow us on Twitter at awkwardhi, the number 5, at Twitter, or on Facebook, or everywhere you look you'll see that that stupid logo with the hand <laughs> talk to it and <laughs> and um yeah so that's that's my whole thing with that. I just worry. I don't want anyone to ever think that I, that I'm like doing anything creative for for the like betterment of myself. You know what I mean? Like like uh, you know like listen to my podcast. Let's make it big so I can make money or something. Oh like that. no
1: no yeah. Absolutely. That's I'm, why no, I don't. I have no no doubt that people aren't thinking
0: that. No, I know. But that's why I'm I'm always very trepidatious about asking people. Like I said, trying to sell my creative yeah, products. You yeah, know, no. like my thing is, I make it. If you listen to it, that's great. I'm never going to ask anything of you but to make this work I'm going to have to ask a little bit of people so, so leave the review on iTunes follow us on Twitter both of those things could definitely help and
1: uh, yeah <laughs> and on that note it comes in on a sweet <laughs> bass drop
0: I know, the, I know that it annoys you that we use this song in the show but it's never fucking changing <laughs> the beginning I, might change we might run out of movie quotes we might get sick of uh, a <laughs> module
1: <laughs> But this song you Might get sued by BBS <laughs> This song is never leaving That's funny, man I do hit a wrong note on the piano at some point But it fits You ever notice that? I've never noticed When the this. second verse comes in oh, I don't want to know it because then I'm going to hear it But it, but it's a, it's a good error Is it's it coming a, up? When the first the second verse starts Right here? Yeah, my pinky like slips a, sh- uh, It's not there, it's somewhere else Ah, uh, okay Oh, it's after the first Uh um, br- it's it's to the bridge. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll hear it next time. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. Anyway, thank you for listening to yeah. the Awkward High Five podcast good day today. Right? I
1: had a good, good
0: time today. Good good. You, yeah. I'm I'm happy besides the whole you wanting to take down Isis because of uh <laughs> because of uh, because of traffic. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm happy with uh, how happy you are as I the should say good. how sandwich free you are today. Yeah. Anyway, Awkward High Five. Uh we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. For more episodes, visit
1: awkwardhigh5.com.